0: Have you worked hard all of your life and been diligent with your retirement savings only to wonder if you have enough? Randa Hoffman with Radiant Wealth Planning works with women to answer that very question, not just that question, any and all money questions that are on their mind. As the owner of Radiant Wealth Planning, Randa provides comprehensive and objective financial planning and investment management to help women organize, grow, and protect their assets. She is a fee-only fiduciary and independent financial advisor who is never paid a commission of any kind and has a legal obligation to provide unbiased and trustworthy financial advice. For a complimentary 30-minute chat to understand if Radiant Wealth Planning would be a good fit for you, go to www.radiantwealthplanning.com to schedule a meet and greet. Welcome to episode 12 of Digital Connections, the podcast that brings in expert advice to connect you with the services and resources to build a successful business and ultimately to create the life of your dreams. This this show is for entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone interested in running a side hustle to their current nine-to-five. One episode at a time, we help you build a successful business through amazing digital connections. I'm your host, Nancy Johnson, a business owner and digital marketer. On my way here, I have found amazing resources that have helped my business grow, and they can help your business thrive too. Everyone needs a friend in digital marketing because digital marketing is about connecting people. So my friends, today we're talking finances again. However, we're going to delve a little deeper into wealth management. Until I decided that I wanted to own a business, I was anything but serious about managing the minute amount of wealth that I had. Honestly, for quite some time, I always felt that I was a little bit behind the eight ball. You know, we always had enough, but it just never felt like we were getting ahead. So when I made the decision to become a business owner, I knew that I had to shift my mindset if that is where I really wanted to go. And hopefully I was going to shift my wealth in in the process. But I read a great book uh, that you might have heard of, and it's called um, Your Money or Your Life, Nine Steps to Transforming Your Relationship with Money and Achieving Financial Independence. This book was originally written by Joe Dominguez and Vic- Vicki Robin, and Vicki has since revised this book, but the general principles remain the same, and the content is awesome. The book made me realize that this was more than just a dream, financial independence was actually possible. And after taking the initial that initial step, I began seeking out people that could better advise me and help me get to where I wanted to go. And that could be a really scary first step because there's so much to know and understand and there are so many people out there that are willing to help you. But there's also people that are just waiting for that sucker to walk through the door that asks for help. So for a while, I was at a large broker because it felt safe and they were happy to take my money, but they really didn't give me a whole lot of advice. And so years later, I finally started looking for an alternative. And I have come across a brilliant woman who has done more for me in the past six months than all of my financial advisors did in the previous 10 years. Granted, I actually cared more this time around, but the point is keep looking and you will find that person to help you. A great place to start may just be with my financial advisor. And while she does serve women exclusively, I guarantee that the advice that she's going to be sharing with us today will help everyone. So Randa Hoffman is the owner, an independent financial planner and fee-only fiduciary at Radiant Wealth Planning. Radiant Wealth is a financial planning and investment management firm exclusively for women, and she helps ease the uncertainty around retirement, tax planning, and transitioning wealth so that women can live the life that they've always dreamt of. She holds an MBA and an EA, and she lives in Newport, California. So, Randa, my friend, welcome to the show.
1: Nancy, that was the sweetest uh, intro (laughs) ever. You're going to make me tear. I think I'm going to have to watch. bring you with me everywhere I go. Just listen to Nancy. Listen, listen to what she has to say. Thank you. Thanks for having me. All
0: right. No crying on the show. Well, that's not quite true. I've already had a couple of guests cry, so it's it's all good. No promises. I'm a softie. (laughs) So, well, one of the reasons that you are my financial planner is because of the philosophy that radiant wealth planning has. So can you tell me a little, tell us a little bit more about that and kind of where it came from and, you know, all that jazz.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting because when I first started my financial planning or financial advisor career as Edward Jones, I learned so much at that firm. I have so much respect for a big firm like that for them. They truly lead with their hearts. And I've said that before. And I I say that I continuously say that. But what I realized is that how the structure was, the, the Payment, how clients pay for their service was a little off. And what I mean by that is because clients pay for their financial advisor by their accounts from their IRAs or the brokerage account, whatever it may be. So they're not paying it out of their checking account. Okay. So for them, money goes out. I really don't know that it goes, you know, I I get my statements, right? But I don't pay it. I don't give you a check. And you take care of my investments. So when we got to the point, it's like, okay, let's do financial planning. They go MIA. (laughs) So I'm (laughs) like, this is not going to work. So when I started the firm, I said I wanted to focus on financial planning because the investments part in the, you know, your IRA and your accounts and the stocks and bonds and all that stuff is just a tool for us to achieve what life you really want, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, and it's not what life Randa says you should have or what Randa says you should do, you know, and, you know, we've talked about this before, Nancy, like we're co-planning, you know, you, and you know, your life and I know the financials and the planning and let's marry those two together to get where you want to be. That Mm -hmm. is, that is the philosophy. Yeah.
0: Well, what made you, was there something that made you, um, focus particularly on, uh, women? Oh my God. Yeah. I have seen
1: over and I'll, t- I'll tell you this and then I'll share a story. I've seen over and over women, you know, in, mostly, uh, the s- story that I've seen is divorce. So they get divorced, two situations happen. One, either it's like, well, I don't know who to talk to. I have money, you know, for my settlement. I don't know who to talk to. So it's just sitting in a checking account, Mm -hmm. right? Or they blow through their money because woohoo it's money. It's like, well, no, kind of that was half a year of retirement money. So (laughs) you really should have talked to somebody. But what happens is we have such a hard time finding somebody we trust. Yes. I don't want to be judged on my decisions mm. that I made. Cause man, I made some crappy decisions. So don't <laughs> judge me. Right. I don't, I want to find somebody I trust.
0: Mm-hmm, right.
1: Mm-hmm. That's so important. And I don't want you to talk down to me because I'm a pretty smart cookie. Like I mm-hmm. get it. So don't mm-hmm. talk down to me, explain to me. Yes. And so with those three and, you know, and that story, and I'll, I'll tell you, Sorry, you know, when I first moved here to California, I moved from Washington State, Bellevue, Washington, to Newport <laughs> Beach, California. Mm-hmm. The first four days after being here, I had an appendix surgery. So, yes, hello, California, appendix surgery. The <laughs> next day, I was, you know, they kept me at the hospital, and the next day, I was walking around with my nurse, and she's like, "So, you're a financial advisor?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "So, I got divorced, and I have money in my <laughs> checking," and I'm like. Oh my God. I'm like, still drugged up. I'm like, like, okay. (laughs) Like that's how we're craving to find Mm. somebody we can relate to. That's how that's, that's how
0: it's starting to play out. We're craving for that hmm. Well, and I think I think, you know, the pro- part of the problem is, you know, you walk into some of these places and they seem so trustworthy, right? They know the right things to say. They know the right things to do. And if you don't know what they're really talking about, if you don't understand all of those financial things, it is so easy to go. Yeah, I trust them. They sound like they know what they're talking about they do know what they're talking about. And they also know that you're going to give them their, you're going to hand them your money, you know? Um, So it makes it really difficult uh, to, to even start looking, you know?
1: Yeah. And you know, somebody Mm -hmm. with the title financial advisor, naturally it's like, yes, we know, you know what you're talking about. Like you in your position, I know, you know, everything about digital marketing. You don't have to um, over compass yourself, you know, like <laughs> I am the most amazing digital market. Like, I know you know your stuff. Just be human. Talk to me as a human being is what we want. <laughs>
0: right. I, yeah. I am pretty amazing though, Randa. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> All, All right, enough me. about <laughs> me. <laughs> But it so is do your you... show. <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> so, um, do you manage, uh, both business and personal finances for people? Yep. So the business, the personal
1: is, I don't want to say easy. Cause it's not, there's a lot of scenarios, but it's a little more straightforward.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: there's like key things that we look at for the personal, the business is a whole different beast. Yeah. Because a financial advisor can be like, okay, I want to help businesses grow so I can help them exit. I want to help them launch, you know, and grow through the the baby steps. I want to help them just be their CFO, right, for the business. I want to help, I wanna help. There are so many ways that a financial advisor can be part of the business finances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's very, it's, 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 it's fun. It's a little overwhelming. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and is there a particular type of client that you work best with?
1: You know, Nancy, I think you're sharing the intro and you're saying the kind of person that you were with your finances. I don't think <laughs> you would have been a good fit for me <laughs> because uh, uh, one, she has to be a female, right? Women. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if her spouse is involved. I'll say, like, that's okay, that's good. We want you, we want the spouse to be involved. Um, but she has to be the person, the dominant person in the conversation. Mm. So it's reversed. you know, the roles are reversed almost a little when before it's like, oh, my husband knows, my husband does it, you know, she doesn't know. Now it's reversed, but we make sure we include the guy because if anything happens to her, like, does he know who Randa is? Right. Does he know there even is a financial advisor, right? <laughs> kind of like that. Like, oh, okay. Okay. It's good. So yeah, the, it's really important that she's not only involved, but she's invested. And I think, I think a lot of, of it has to do with paying for financial planning out from your pocket as opposed to paying for it from an investment account where mm-hmm. you're not seeing the dollars go out. I mean you're like I said you're seeing it on a statement but you're not you're not writing a check. But for the financial planning you're writing a check to it, right? And so I'm noticing that people are more invested like, "Oh no, I, I'll I'll do my work." You know, mm, we yes. do, right? Because
0: it's like, oh, oh no, I'm paying for this. I'll I'll, I'll, want to use my dollars. Yeah, completely, completely. And I honestly, um, you know, maybe that is why I felt the way I did when I was with a larger firm. Right. Because I never I don't think I ever hardly ever looked at my financial statements, maybe once a year. Right. When I had to do taxes. But I couldn't tell you what I actually paid my financial advisor at that time. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, but honestly, and that kind of brings me to my next question. So, um, you know, I used to be with Fidelity and they're fine. I mean, but, um, it just, I wasn't able to get enough personalized service. It might've been because, you know, I wasn't asking the right questions. Maybe that was part of it, but is there a type of client that is better off going to a larger management system like that?
1: There is in every single large company, right? And and they're a little different, you know, Fidelity is different than Morgan Stanley. That's different than Merrill Lynch and Edward Jones. They're all different. Mm -hmm. So we'll just talk about Fidelity. If you have $50,000 minimum invested with them, you get a team of advisors. That's when now you have a dedicated team. When you have $250,000 invested with them is when you get your one dedicated advisor. Mm. Okay. So understand that every company has not minimums to invest because you can open a, an account anywhere, right? With little dollars, you can start off anywhere. But to get that kind of one-on-one personal attention,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's where it becomes like, well, how much do you have? Well, know. You know <laughs> what? <laughs> but but I'll I'll say this because, and I'll I'll say this, but I'll give a caveat to it. A lot of these big firms, they're uh, registered as a broker dealer. So broker dealers, how do they make their money out of the commissions? They get generated out of the account commission or a fee only. Okay. So you pay a flat and I'm making this up, for example, one, one and a half percent every year, it's a flat fee, but you, they, all of them, regardless how they're paid, they need an investment account for the dollars to come out of
0: for the fee, Mm. the cost. Oh, oh, of
1: course. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So here's here's the difference for them. So what's the driving factor? Is how big is that account? How much? How big is that account? Means how much you're gonna pay the firm? Means then it means how much resources can we spend on you? Mm. Hmm. That makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I did at Radiant Wealth Planning, I kind of switched it a little. You know, I did. I we, there's still the investment management fee, right? So we still have that because I still manage investments. That is still work. So there is a <laughs> fee for that. But if somebody's dollars is in a 401k and they're like, but Randa, I don't have any dollars to manage. It's, it's all in 401k. I'm still working at this company. Then those people, what they do, they get excluded from these big firms, not from these broker mm-hmm. dealers yeah. because they're like, well, we need dollars to invest. I mean, so what I did, it's like, well, that's Okay. We can still do financial planning because that's a flat dollar amount every year. So Mm -hmm. you can still get the the financial planning part of it and pay for that separate than the investments.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, uh, do you have any tips for people that are looking to better manage their wealth? I have so many. So let's, I was, okay. Can you, can you reduce it down to three? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> okay. So number one, uh, no, but, but, but honestly, uh, really take a look at your money. It's gonna, you know, and a lot of times it's going to give you a pit in your stomach and you're not going to be able to sleep at night and you're going to be so worried and the fear's going to kick in and but that's okay, because on the other side of that fear and on the other side of that pit in your stomach is a, I don't want to say awakening, but that's not, it's not so like that, but it kind of is. It's like, okay, my head is out of the sand. I did that first step. That was very courageous, very, very courageous. So don't underestimate that. But okay, now what do I have to do? This is where I'm at now what do I have to do? So that, that is, that is the biggest, biggest number one, I would say for people. Mm -hmm. The second one is, you know, you can do, honestly, the information is out there. People can do it on their own. Mm -hmm. You know Um, sometimes I see people do it on their own. I'm like, you should not be doing it on your own. (laughs) So I will gonna, I I am going to recommend talking to meeting with somebody, you know, talk, Mm -hmm. talk to somebody that you trust, this is a whole career, and we are professionals in this career for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. because it's a career; it's, it's a lot of education. There's like mm-hmm. a lot to it, yeah. You know? yeah. And it's crazy, Nancy, because it, I don't know. I and for me, the way I present it, it's like, oh, we just did this, and we just clicked that, and we just did this. And behind the scenes, there <laughs> is so much work going on. Clients have no idea what it is going on behind <laughs> the scenes. So it's, it's just, that's how, you know, it's a good advisor. Cause they're just presenting it as so smooth and so easy. Mm. So effortless, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, Oh, I can do this. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and some people can, and some people are really good at it. So I don't want to minimize that either, you know, but just, <laughs> just know what's your strengths and where's your resources. Mm-hmm. Is it time? You know, if we say in project planning, we have three resources, the staff, the time or the money. Mm -hmm. right? Where are you going to spend your money? And so the third thing, let me see. The third thing, you know what this is. Okay. I I will, I will say this because this kind of falls in a line of how we invest that radiant wealth planning. Investing is really boring. (laughs) Yes, it is boring. (laughs) That's why people really are like, that's it. Like, aren't you going to like do something or, or trade it in? I'm like, no, we're not <laughs> traders. You know, I'm not looking, not looking at that. And honestly, they've, there has been so many studies that said, if you just buy a solid, a good investment and hold it, you are going to make so much more money than the ones that are trading it, you know, doing <laughs> the short term trading. Mm-hmm. So if you can (laughs) just buy something and hold on to it (laughs) it's
0: it's very boring it really right
1: it really is it doesn't need to be all
0: like yeah you you don't want it to be exciting (laughs) you really don't
1: like uh, honestly and if and if your financial advisor is like yeah i bought this and i did this every week then it's like you one i would question how are you getting paid if you're getting paid on commission that 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 could be, I'm not saying it is, but it could be something called churning. Mm -hmm. Are you churning my account to generate fees? So, you know, but it's like, uh, really, that's that's unnecessary. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That kind of, it's not unnecessary. Just find good investments and hold on to. So,
0: yeah. You know, I used to watch a a, a TV series called American Greed. Have you ever heard Uh of it? Yeah. Yeah. And they always had stories about, you know, the guys that were, you know, they'd figure out some con and they, they'd. Get everybody and their grandmother to invest with them, right? And they were doing all these amazing, exciting things. They really weren't, but you know, they made it look like they were, and that was how they were getting people, right? So I was definitely looking for the boring person. I mean, not that you're boring, but you know, yeah, no offense, not take Yeah, you yeah. are definitely not boring, but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, it's good, you know. And honestly, the investment philosophy is I buy solid ETFs because I I'm not a fan of mutual funds. It's a personal preference. Um, <laughs> I hold them for the long term, and you know we I check it throughout the quarter. If we need to make a change, I'll make it. But other than that, it's gonna be slow and steady, and I just keep my eyeballs on it. And
0: so yep, I like it. That's I like it a yeah. lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so those are your top three tips for people to better manage their wealth. Now, um, I mentioned that for a really long period of my life, um, I really felt like I didn't have any wealth to be managed. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have tips for folks that are in that situation? Yeah, you know, never estimate your hard earned dollars.
1: Money is hard earned. We work work really hard to make a book. (laughs) Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So never underestimate it and never give it any less love. Like, Oh, I only made this much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, be grateful for it. it. It truly is. I don't know. I, th- I think maybe that's why I call the firm radiance because there's some energy behind money, right? We want it to be radiant. We want your life to be radiant with this tool that's radiant. So So whoever feels like, oh, Miranda, I really don't have any extra money. Well, okay, that's it. Then don't worry about the investment management part just yet. Focus on the financial planning part so that the financial advisor can start figuring out with what you have now, how are we going to start growing this little nest egg of yours? So now your investments can start growing. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's it. So let me just say this, um, know where you're going to, because some, mm-hmm. some people do have minimums. So just mm-hmm. be aware of that. Uh, not because just may- maybe some, because they're snooty, but uh, the ones that I know is because they are just at capacity.
0: Mm-hmm. They're like, if mm-hmm. I
1: take any more clients, it's going to dilute the special attention I have to my clients now. Yeah. So, you know, that a lot of that is that.
0: Mm -hmm. So what I'm hearing you say is don't give up, look for someone to help you because there, there are people that will help you. Um, and I think that's an important thing to, for people to know, you know, that are in that situation. Um, Mm -hmm. it really kind of doesn't matter what you're starting with. You, you, there are people to help you.
1: Yeah. And so what Mm -hmm. kind of people to look for? Don't look for somebody that gets compensated based on how much investments you have. So if the only way to pay this firm is they have to be managing assets. So so that's not a good fit for you, right? Mm -hmm. Look for somebody that either charges a flat fee. So you're paying X amount of dollars and that can come out of your your dollars. If that's too much, because now that's comprehensive wealth planning, Mm -hmm. we're looking at everything look for someone who charges hourly, you know, like, you know what, let me just start with this one thing and talk to the advisor. A lot of times when they do that overview of what your life is right now, they'll pinpoint just a key things like, okay, let's focus on these one or two things. Mm. How much do you have to spend? Right. And then we'll spend that hours focusing on these things that you
0: have. That's great. That is great. Um, so, do you have any, um, uh, or can you help um, business owners and entrepreneurs specifically?
1: Yes, entrepreneurs and business owners. Let me tell you this do a business plan. Please do a business plan. The entrepreneurs do a business plan. It is so important. You are going to flush out everything about your business before you start. You don't want to be flushing it out when the lights are supposed to be on and you're supposed to be generating business. Mm -hmm. And the business owners have been in business for a while. You still need to do a business plan. My friend, (laughs) let (laughs) let me tell you, it looks different because you're not figuring out, well, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to do this? Or, you know, the business plan now looks different. What metrics are we going to hit? What what's our projections? What do we want to grow at? What that's, it's just a little different, but you still want to do it.
0: Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. So I love I, that.
1: yeah, right. It's, you know, it's really underestimated. Sometimes it's, it's a pain in the butt to do. Yeah. You know. it's like, yeah. oh, not really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and there, there are plenty of tools out there to help you, you know, I mean, and I think, I think one of my favorite resources actually is score. Uh, They are, Mm -hmm. they help small businesses and they've got, you know, very uh, inexpensive uh, training courses. They've actually even got some free courses to actually walk you through the process, right? They've got forms, they've got all sorts of different tools that'll help you get started without, without too much pain and effort. And mentors. Yes. And, and free mentors. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm.
1: uh, you know what? That is the, big, uh, there's a lot of lessons I'll take away from what I've done, right. Starting a business. Um, but one of the biggest one is I went into this thinking like, uh, listen, I'm an Aries, I'm an alpha female. I'm type a, like all of the above. Don't tell me what to do. I don't <laughs> like being told what to do. I don't want to listen to anybody. I'm so damn stubborn, you know? <laughs> So, I didn't want a mentor because oh, you can't tell me what my heart calling is and where my life's direction is going to go. Don't tell me. Right. But then I see my friend that started her firm the same time I did, and she's just flourishing. And the stuff she says, yeah, my mentor said I should stop doing that because it's wasting time. I'm like, oh, that's genius. I wish somebody told me that. <laughs> so, the lesson to take away. Find mentors.
0: Oh, I so agree. (laughs) I agree so much, actually. I'm having my score mentor, who was my score mentor when I started out in business. She's coming on this show eventually because it is, I think it is just one of the greatest resources, free resources that is there to help you. You know, it is amazing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. and I I don't know how I don't know what the tips and tricks are to find somebody that you resonate with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um working on that. But and man, if you can utilize it, don't be
0: so stubborn like I was. I think I slowed you, myself down a yeah. lot more. Mm-hmm i'm glad that you said that i'm so glad you said that because and actually you know what i just talked to somebody recently there's a new app called up notch uh that is out there and it is a mentoring app and you can either be a mentor or you can have a mentor um but i'm also going to have them on the show too because they awesome resource as well right but that's a great place to start because her whole deal with starting this app was you know she wanted to be able to help people find somebody that they really fit with you know and so they they Help direct you to the right person, which is just awesome. And you don't have to do it long term, right? You can have somebody just to kind of check in with once in a while, or you can check in with them once, you know? So I'm glad you mentioned that because it is, it's so important. So I have several mentors. Yes. You know, when
1: I was Edward Jones, I had three. One person I would talk to when. This kind, I knew this was their strength. Another person I would talk to, and this was their strength. And another one, you know, my friend Amber, we just talk about everything about our soul and how our feelings are. But sometimes she was just my mentor. Like, are you feeling this way? Yes. <laughs> so I have several. It's very
0: good. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny when you realize later on, oh, they were my mentor. <laughs> yes. Yes. Exa- yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, Speaking of business owners and entrepreneurs, so how did you? I know you told us a little bit about it, but how did you get your start in wealth management? And what made you kind of decide that owning, you know, owning your own firm was really where you wanted to go? So I
1: actually started in IT. I was in IT for twelve years, so I'm a career changer. <laughs> so I, uh, there was a part um, where I was at Liberty Mutual Insurance. I was doing project management, and they canceled our portfolio, the entire portfolio. And so we got two months of notice and a severance package. And I'm like, okay, this is an awesome opportunity. It's a once in a lifetime. What do I really want to do? And so, you know, I knew I didn't want to be in IT. I knew if I stayed in IT, I remember thinking, if I stay along this path, I will be forgotten. And I don't want to be forgotten. So I did a lot of soul searching. I'm like, you know, I love finance. Do I do corporate finance? What do I do? I'm like, you know, personal finance, everything I said I wanted, you know, I wanted to be a part of the world. I wanted to make an impact. Who are these movers and shakers? What are they doing? I want to learn. Took me to personal finance. And so I started my career at Edward Jones. And then once again, to a little over two and a half years being there. And I'm like, Okay, here we go again. I have a heart calling. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we gonna go? Oh, I mm. want my own firm. I went. Mm-hmm. I went to a lady's office, and she has an RIA similar to mine. So it's a registered investment advisor as opposed to a broker dealer. And I walked in. I'm like what is this? It was so cool. She was like, well, you know, I used to work at Edward Jones six years ago. I'm like, my eyeballs were like big, I'm like really? tell me more. And so that's how I knew. I'm like, this is what I want. This is what I want.
0: And, and off I went. Oh, yeah. awesome. Well, so with that experience, do you have any tips for people that are just starting out in business?
1: Yes. Listen, when when I started, before I started, they said, okay, for financial advisors, you want to have at least one to two years of savings, because that's how long it takes for you to ramp up to get to where you kind of left off. Mm. Well, that's a lot of money. I'm a financial Mm -hmm. advisor. I'm saying like one to two years of savings of my income. No, no, that's not going to (laughs) happen. I had six months. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll be fine. <laughs> so here's another, uh, I'll, I'll tell you, a, a, I'll be fine lesson of what not to do. So don't underestimate the side hustle. Even if you have savings, having money come in as opposed to money always going out. It, uh, I want to say it, it ch- does something with your energy. It just Makes you more relaxed. It's like, oh yeah, money is coming in. It could be coming in from a business, and you could start in the first month. You could be a superstar, and every, every month after that. But assume that you're not. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Just assume that you're not, and mm. don't and do the side hustles. It's okay. It's it's actually really good.
0: Yeah. I think that's a great piece of advice. Yeah. So, um, do you have any, uh, you know, I, I, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I love this information. I love, you know, that we've, we've got a chance to share this with the listeners, but, um, do you have any, uh, any thoughts before we, we head to our digital marketing tip of the day?
1: You know, I want to say entrepreneurship is scary. It is mm. so scary. I mean, about three months ago and I didn't share, I don't think I shared this with you, Nancy, but three months ago, I was convinced I was going to be homeless. I had, <laughs> I knew where I was going to put Tits's litter box in the car. I knew where I was going to take a shower. I'm like, okay, I have an LA Fitness membership. I take like, it. I knew where I was. What? Yes. Uh, it is so scary. Hmm. It is so scary, but The other side to that fear, once you collect your thoughts and you're like, okay, you're not going to be homeless (laughs) and just chill out. (laughs) Once you get over that, it's the lessons you learn is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. You want to know what happens in your subconscious mind and how you process information and how what really governs the deepest side of you. Be an entrepreneur. Let me tell you. (laughs) but I feel so lucky. I feel like I got lessons. Like, it's like, oh my God, nobody has these lessons. Mm. I am the luckiest girl in the world.
0: Like mm. I feel so lucky to
1: have gone through such a dark moment, but it's, it's, yeah. it's a
0: lot like skydiving, you know, like where you're standing on the precipice of jumping out of that plane. And you're like, what was I thinking? Why would I think that this was even slightly a good idea? And then you jump and you're like, Wow, that was a really good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just like it's just like that.
1: So follow your heart is even though it's scary, just follow your heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> All right. So before we take off, I want to leave everyone with our digital marketing tip of the day. So some of you are interested in running your own digital marketing. In fact, I think that many of you started listening to this show because that was the case. So today, my tip is around LinkedIn management and how you can get the most from your marketing efforts on LinkedIn. Many of you are aware that LinkedIn offers amazing training courses with your membership. Even the free accounts have some of, have some, access to those courses. And one of those training sessions is called Using LinkedIn for Lead Generation. If you are a do-it-yourselfer, this is a great introductory course. And I've even gone to the trouble of making you a tiny URL so that you can easily access this. It is tinyurl.com backslash LinkedIn Lead gen. For you. And I'm going to spell that last part for you. So it's L I N K E D I N L E D G E N, the number four, and you, LinkedIn lead gen for you. So, if you don't want to do this yourself and you'd like to hire someone to do it for you, reach out to me for help. You can find me at digitalconnections.us. A huge thank you to my guest today, Randa Hoffman, and you can find Randa at radiantwealthplanning.com. So, please make sure to follow us and subscribe and like us wherever you get your podcasts. You can find this episode and previous shows, along with contact information for all our guests and for me at our website. At www.digitalconnections.us. So have a great week and tune in next time for another amazing digital connection for your business.
1: Would you like more return and tangible results from your marketing efforts without long-term contracts? Do you want people who are actually interested in your products and services to find you easily? WSI has developed in-depth knowledge and an extensive network of industry thought leaders that know your company's goals and objectives are unique. When you work with us, you not only gain the local expertise of your WSI expert, but we help you develop a strategy based on the digital experience of our global network. Work with a company that understands your business and provides real results. Find us at WSIworld.com or call 800-985-9567 Again, that's 800-985-9567 WSI We simplify the internet